0: Stone, and I come
1: FM, KKFI, Kansas City, Community Radio. Streaming online at www.kkfi.org.
2: The views and opinions of this program are those of its host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of 90.1 FM, KKFI, Midcoast Radio Project, or its staff and volunteers.
0: My story, sad story now. Still waiting for the truth to be told now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It won't Word is out Loud whispering For we know Angels turned mercenaries Coming in thousands For strong oh, oh,
1: to 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. This is Urban Connections. I am your host, Donna Mara wolf We're joined in studio by our co-host, Karen E. Griffith. And our guest joining us via Zoom is Freeman A. Jackson. Freeman, are you there?
3: Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Freeman. Can
1: you hear me, Donna? We hear you, and all our listeners hear Uh you too, Freeman. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us here today on Urban Connections at 90.1 FM KKFI. This is Kansas City's community radio station, 100,000 watts of pure people power, we like to call it. We've been broadcasting on air in this area, uh, Freeman, since 1988. So uh, thank you for coming here today and joining us as our guest to talk about um, a very, um, I don't know, relevant uh, subject, uh, the subject of artificial intelligence, uh, on which you are an expert. So could you uh, give our listeners a little bit of uh, background about you and your career choice? Uh Yeah. Go ahead, Freeman.
3: I'm, I'm a professionally trained computer scientist and I've been in the field for almost 40 years. I started at, in the uh, U.S. Air Force in the 80s in the uh, an intelligence group and uh, originally from Chicago, Illinois and uh, Speed Forward, uh, I work at the state of Florida today doctoral candidate. I hold a bachelor's in computer science from Utica College of Syracuse University, a master's of computer science from CCNY. Yeah, I've been in Harlem too (laughs) and currently I'm in a a doctoral science program at Aspen University. Uh, My official title at the state of Florida is uh, systems programming consultant and I'm not speaking on the state of Florida's behalf, but I'm speaking on my behalf. Uh, and I have to put that as a reference you know as a kind of like, pre-amble. you know because yeah. I am official, you know, so I don't want to talk about that. But I also hold a patent and uh, uh, I have actually the first um, storytelling artificial intelligence patent and um, as a black inventor. Uh, and uh, several trademarks as well. The name of my company is called Fourth Industrial Systems. I have a trademark called Fourth for the Fourth Industrial, what they call revolution. And so I have my own vision of where to take things. I'm also an author of a book uh, called The ABCs of Artificial Intelligence. It's a children's book. And it teaches kids the ABCs, and that's sort of like how we kind of connect it.
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, Through that, uh, I learned that you had recently published this book, The ABCs of Artificial uh, Intelligence. It definitely piqued my uh, interest um, because, you know, I don't know. First of all, let's start from the beginning what is artificial intelligence and then uh, I want to I want us to get to uh, the topic of why kids need to learn artificial intelligence or concepts about artificial intelligence at an early age so first off what is artificial intelligence
3: I, I, I don't think <laughs> I think, Computers have been a lo- a- around a lot longer than people realize. I mean, they do, there's some debate about uh, an Achaean device, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, that was found outside of, uh, of Egypt, between Egypt and Greece and the ocean, and it's the oldest computer in existence. And when it was reconstructed, it was a device that um, could map the entire solar system. Huh. My belief as a computer scientist is that it's an Egyptian device, mm-hmm. and a lot of things from our heritage are being kept from us. Mm-hmm. So I tended to ground myself as a computer scientist in a lot of what I would call African American concepts. You know, especially being from like you know, spending time in Harlem as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have a Um, traditional definition of artificial intelligence. Um, I think it's, you know, as I was telling you, Donna, I believe that God gave me AI to speak better to God. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have very unique views about artificial intelligence because I think of it more of a spiritual thing and it's helped me quite a bit and as far as being able to achieve achieve and to be able to draw some kind of connection to what's going on right now in the industry and society when it comes to artificial intelligence so um that being said i would say it's really about going from the unseen world to the seen world and there's a lot more spiritualness that's involved with this that people are not talking about
1: that's interesting um so, your non traditional view of artificial intelligence is one thing. Uh, what is the uh, mainstream contemporary uh, understanding or, or definition of artificial intelligence?
3: The standard of it is by Stuart Russell and Peter Norvig. They have a book called The Artificial Intelligence Modern Approach. And I can read you their definition because it's the Bible. Okay. So I'm... The actually have it. What is AI? According to them, they claim AI is not only exciting, but the definition are concerns with thought processes and reasoning. Whereas the ones of on the bottom address behavior, the definition on the left, now I'm reading rationale, wait, let me go up a paragraph here, hold on. Okay, okay. Let me read from what they're saying. Okay. We call ourselves homo sapiens, man the wise, because our intelligence so important to us, for thousands of years, we have tried to understand how we think, that is, how a mere handful of matter can perceive, understand, predict, and manipulate a world far larger and more complicated than itself. The field of artificial intelligence, or AI, goes further still. It attempts not just to understand, but also to build intelligent entities. AI, and this is what their definition is. Okay. AI is one of the newest, so it's like, it's sort of like, and this is from um, Artificial Intelligence, Modern Approach, Stuart J. Russell and Peter Norvig. That's the standard. Mm-hmm. I don't think that makes a lot of sense, but that's where they store it at.
1: Uh, okay, so this mere handful of matter that they're referring to is, you know, people or, or humankind. So it's it's about how this, how humankind is able to think and perceive and, and, and make things. (laughs) Is that, is that it kind of in a nutshell, kind of?
3: I'm a believer that thoughts are things. Thoughts are things. Thoughts are things and whatever you think about the most you tend to become mm. and even if i turn to wikipedia for the definition of artificial intelligence intelligence it says artificial intelligence is intelligence perceiving synthesizing and in, and inferring information demonstrated by machines mm. as opposed to intelligence displayed by non-human animals, and humans. That's a heck of a definition. And it's still not really clear. So I think what's important is that we come to some understanding what AI means to us as individuals. Everyone has to have their own unique understanding of what AI is. I think we're in the middle of a revolution. People are talking quite a bit about Some of the new AI tools like ChatGPT and what's going on with that, as well as Dolly for creating uh, books, creating music, and everything is about to change in a nutshell. And we have to be able to understand as a people where this is going and be able to profit, survive, Mm -hmm. thrive. And and have some kind of understanding about what's going on okay I think that I'm uniquely qualified because you know I look at most of these decisions right now are coming from way up above with the elites at the World Economic Forum
1: this is true
3: yeah they have what's called the fourth industrial revolution and quite a bit of Orwellian Uh, 1984 thought propaganda has been attached to create fear, where people are not able to really look at it from a a level-headed perspective. And there's just a lot of conspiracies associated with AI that is preventing people from seeing clearly what's going on, in my opinion.
1: So, Freeman, you're talking about the fourth Industrial Revolution. What were the first three? Industrial
3: revolutions. That's where it gets really interesting. Okay. That's where I go back to Egypt, uh-huh. and I talk in terms of the Magistus and Hermes. So you had three comings. You, you had the Trish Magistus was the last one, and so the fourth Magistus is, is what we have currently. So that's my definition. Uh-huh. The traditional ones are different. The fourth revolution, they have to do with things like agriculture and, you know, the second and third, you know. I mean, it's, it's not really, you know, it's not the definitions that I really would like to promote. So
1: those, those, those revolutions were about like when people started planting crops as opposed to just being nomads and wandering and when people started domesticating animals, that kind of thing? Uh, when right. They,
3: when people... Right. So they'll go ahead. So they'll say, like, like the first industrial revolution from 1760 roughly to 1820. They ground. They try to ground it in the European history, and and the second revolution, they'll bring it full forward to 1871 to 1914, mm-hmm. and they'll talk about electricity. Mm-hmm. And even if you even if you talk about le- electricity. And, and try to ignore the fact that the Egyptians had lightning rods on the, on, on the pyramids and had, and had electric, electric devices, you'd have to buy into a, the European definition of the Second Industrial Revolution as well. Mm-hmm. So when I came about creating Fourth Industrial Systems, I felt the term revolution was a very radical term. And it had a lot of fear attached to it, so I started thinking of it in terms of systems, and I felt a better brand would just simply be fourth, the number four th. Mm-hmm. So when I came to that conclusion, I fought and battled with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office to rebrand it as fourth, and I won that argument.
1: And so you like to be referred to as fourth and your birthday yes and your birthday <laughs> and your birthday is 4 days away and this is the 4th of february so we feel like the universe has aligned
4: 4444 four, 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 four.
1: majestically to bring us together at this point in time to have to have this discussion yeah of enlightenment with our listening audience
4: at the 4 o'clock hour
1: at the 4 o'clock hour <laughs> At the four o'clock hour, Central Time. Uh, so that's pretty magical in and of itself. Um, and,
3: and, and I would like—I would like to—I would like to reiterate: mm-hmm. it's a registered trademark. It's mm-hmm. already been approved.
1: Okay. So
3: it's not like a pending trademark.
1: Right. It's—it's it's yours. <laughs> it's mine. You. you it's mine.
3: It. You <laughs> it's own. mine. So yes, I have successfully rebranded it for commercial purposes.
1: Now, is, is was, that a, that, was that a struggle? It sounds like it was a struggle. You had to fight oh, for wow. the right
3: to oh, do Oh, okay. okay. Okay, okay. There is a company. Let me give you a little inside information. A billion-dollar company called Switch.com, spelled S-W-I-T-C-H.com. And they thought it would be a good idea um, let me tell you a little bit more about this. Switch is actually so big. They have the largest computer centers throughout. They, they have Amazon and actually Microsoft actually rent computers from them. Oh, my. Right? So if you go to switch.com, you'll see that they, have, they are some of the biggest patent holders and biggest trademark holders in the world out in Las Vegas. Right? And they decided they wanted to take... Fourth Cloud, and I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. So that was a heck of a battle right there. And I think you know that's enough. I'd like to say on that particular point, but okay. um, it's it's pretty much documented the battle that I had to to, to to undergo with a billion dollar company just over the the trademark infringement with Fourth Cloud, wow. um, and. There are some companies currently that are attempting to do, um, I'm not gonna name any names, mm-hmm. but they're already infringing when it comes to uh, some of the new AI top technologies everybody's talking about right now. So that being said, um, it is what it is.
1: So this is sort of, this is the ground level. This is is, well, Relative ground ground level, because the concept, as as you have um, let us know, has been around for you know a millennia. Uh, apparently, uh, it's just the the Euro- Europeans are now uh, beginning to exploit these concepts. Would you exactly. agree with that? Okay.
3: Yeah, but whether or not people believe it or not, it's not the point. It's what I believe. Mm-hmm. And that's what enabled me, you know, through the spirits to get to that point where I'm at right
1: now. How did you become interested in computer science in the first place, mm-hmm. Freeman?
3: My family. My family was a military family. And um, my, my, my father was in the Air Force. Everyone was in electronics. Mm-hmm. Um, I became a ham radio operator when I was young, and um, always had an affinity for math and electronics at a very young age. And I just kept up with it, slowly but surely. It was always a challenge. I just stuck with it.
1: And how did you discover what you discovered about ancient um, African wisdom, ancient Egyptian wisdom? Where did you get the inspiration uh for that and how can people uh, can you point people in I mean, a direction that
3: would... you're you talking you talk like from the Schomburg in Harlem to, to okay. um <laughs> Chicago State University in Chicago and you know from a Dr. Francis Quest Welsing to a to a Dr. Jeffries I mean it's just been so many people, so many answers, I mean, so many people that still here that I ran across. I mean, I and I, I feel so blessed. I even worked for Motep Gary Bird at the Apollo Theater for, mm-hmm. for a moment in my life when I was much younger. And um, I just stayed with the community and always had a hope and still do have a hope of helping people and helping people that want to, you know, become computer scientists and Grounded in the field so it's always been a been my mission
4: Freeman I have a question for you this is Karen when did you have that aha moment like this is it because you know most people I heard you say your family's in it and some people gear off and go another way but sounds like you stay. but what was that one little tangible thing that was like aha for you
3: It, it, it it wasn't one thing it was a combination of things from even studying like I remember um in the early 80s of making a decision to go into computer science versus electrical engineering. Mm-hmm. And what I did was use the federal resources even then for as the occupational uh, handbook from the Department of Labor and looking at jobs that would be good for the future. So living in America, we have access to some phenomenal resources mm-hmm. and so uh i just kept you know at at uh following the path it's like even now you know being ahead right now i'm ahead of the curve but the curves are like not as long it's not a long tail it's a much shorter tail mm. and and so for example you know i have a trademark pending it hasn't been approved yet. I don't know if I'm going to win this one, but it, I have one pending for storytelling AI. So, you know, now, I mean, I filed that several months ago, but it's like now everybody's like, yeah, storytelling AI, that's a great idea. I mean, but it's like, you know, I, I didn't think it would come about in such a short period of time. But it hasn't been one particular aha moment. It's just been the way I've been living for a long time.
1: Uh, Karen is taking uh, copious notes as you speak, uh, Freeman, and I think you struck a nerve when you said the word storytelling, because she's a storyteller. Yes. And I'll let oh, her, wow. t- I'll let you her tell, I'll let her explain uh, to her storytelling to you, but... Um, Okay. I know you got questions, and we want to talk about storytelling AI. But go ahead, Karen. Yes.
4: Yeah, so I am a certified national storyteller. Um, got obtained my certification here in Kansas City. And so, as you said, storytelling. Yes, my eyebrows was like ding. Um, what is storytelling AI? Because look, maybe I need to switch over and look at another outlet. We can please go into more detail. That is. About,
3: I'm, I'm going to tell you, everything's about to change, as you know it. The whole foundation of the internet's about to change. Uh huh. And what's going on is a convergence of AI. Mm-hmm. On one screen, you have the ability to talk with AI with text, like with ChatGPT, and it creates great stories, scripts, books, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. Then on the other hand, you have it so it, you have AI that could talk very well, like mm-hmm. you can use text to speech. And then you have for images and motion pictures.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: So already with AI, they're able to create short snippets of video. And what's going to happen is a new type of flight. Like, imagine AI Netflix where you sit down, you, t- you, you don't even know the movie yet, right? Oh. And you type in what the movie you would like to see, and the AI generates it on the spot. See, I, I grew up on pliers, <laughs> And you only have four just, channels. And the TV that's went off in twelve. It's, 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 it's like it's, people are starting to see it, but it's called it's a it's a convergence of the different um it's it's a it's a media convergence that's occurring again. Wow. It's a repeating uh, cycle, but this time with artificial intelligence.
1: That's interesting. You know
4: something that is because someone I'm not a poet, but I guess apparently now you can speak in your words into whatever AI now. And it will come out, and there's a piece of poetry that you didn't even write,
1: no. and it, it converts or, it for you. And or I'm a like, picture that that you talk about or describe. That the art. What is the the website again or, or link again that cre- would create this picture that you described?
3: Well, uh, well, well, let me tell. Let me let me show you some other things. Okay. Um, Chat is never going to scale. I know everybody's got a lot of hopes but it's built wrong and it'll be catch i'm just giving you my predictions it's built with python and python doesn't scale and has a lot of issues so what they're doing is like you know well if you pay for the premium we're gonna it's gonna be all fixed oh we've got 10 billion from microsoft now and Maybe if we hook Bing up with it. Uh-huh. I'm not talking about who's infringing on patents again. We'll leave that for a later, later time. Okay. But the reality is you can have these systems and will have these systems at home. So who's- I'm going to say this again. You're going to have, see, first of all, ChatGPT, there, there, there are alternatives that are already out there that are open source, uh-huh. like Bloom, B-L-O-O-M. Mm -hmm. like GPTJ. So you can take these open source platforms and build AI at home. So what I do Mm -hmm. and what I work on around people in my circle is I try to empower them to be prepared to bring AI at home versus constantly using it over the internet where it's already kind of shaped.
1: So, so, who? If you create this content uh, from these open source things like Bloom and uh, GPTJ, if you create it at home, does that mean you own it, and then you can sell it, or do would you have to patent it, or is somebody gonna pirate well, it from you? There's
3: some ethics involved here. Like, first, um, if you're creating artwork. And you're doing prompt engineering, and I'm working on a book for prompt engineering and how to prompt AI. Don't prompt with uh like you know Picasso or mm-hmm. any kind of well-known artist. Think of it like this you know when the brothers started sampling music, yeah, we got a new wave of you know brothers and sisters that's gonna be coming and sampling AI okay
5: mm-hmm.
3: okay that's what's happening. Right. right. Yeah. So I'm not worried about it. So when they start telling you we're going to be cut out and all of that, I'm like, I'm not worried about it. Because they were saying the same thing with digital music. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then Stevie Wonder came out and cut one of the first, whoop, <laughs> he dropped it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you remember it, but we wasn't even supposed to be able to run a synthesizer. Oh, okay. Oh. That's real tough. Okay. And Stevie Wonder came up in blind and like, well, this is how you do
5: it. Okay. And
3: we've been in the studio for a long time. Yes. And I see, I see the artists and what we've done in in in, in art uh, already, is, and co- combine that with AI and prompt, and they're just going to take over. But you know, like I say, ethics are important. You know, for sampling other people's work, absolutely. That's a big no no, yes. and. um you know, so I think that should be taken in consideration.
1: Well, Freeman, stick with us because we're going to have to take a break right now, and uh, when okay. we come, okay. And when we come back, we will continue our conversation with Freeman Augustus Jackson, researcher, Doctor. Fourth. The, fourth. the fourth, okay. Let me fourth. write that down. Freeman Augustus Jackson, the fourth researcher, Doctor. Oh. I'm sorry? No. What?
3: Call
1: me fourth. Oh, okay, got it. We will continue our conversation with fourth researcher, doctoral candidate in computer science and author of The ABCs of Artificial Intelligence. Please stay tuned to 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio, Urban Connections Program. We'll be right back after these messages.
5: JAWS OF JUSTICE RADIO investigates how we can achieve justice from a system of laws deeply rooted in economic, political, and social inequality. We strive to dispel misconceptions created by the news and entertainment industries as well as the fear mongering of the political system. Listen in as we search out the tools needed to make our community a more just environment. JAWS OF JUSTICE RADIO Mondays at 9 a.m. right after Democracy Now!
4: Want to listen to something new? Tune in to Rhythm and Soul Radio with Megan and Trish. We play the best of the K-pop music, 3.1
1: 3.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Urban Connections is the program. I'm your host, Donna Wolf. We are in studio today with my co-host Karen E. Griffith, and joining us remotely from the great state of Florida is our guest. We call him Fourth. He is a researcher, a doctoral candidate in computer science, and the author of a recently released book called The ABCs of Artificial Intelligence. Welcome back after this break. Fourth.
3: Thank you. I appreciate that. You're
1: so welcome. I was trying to play uh, Keep Your Head to the Sky. That was sort of my theme music for this uh, program, but it was like reverb and then everything, so I had to stop. But that was... <laughs>
2: Who's that, Karen?
1: No, this is Donna. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he was my inspiration for uh, for the program um, because it seems like that's the kind of energy uh, that you are um, expressing uh, about the work that you do and the research uh, that you do in artificial intelligence. Um, can you talk to us about this book that you have written for kids called the ABCs of Artificial Intelligence? and sort of uh, give us some more uh, insight on why you think and know that it's a good thing for kids to become uh, versed in these concepts at an early age.
3: I, I, I wrote the book in dedication to my three kids that I've been separated from, Cameron, Kayla, and Ahmed Jackson. And... I felt I had to leave him something. And I also found out that I had to have a way of giving back and, and uh, I had to stop making excuses. Mm. So I took that time and, and helping a friend of mine as well who was struggling with being separated from his kids. So he's my best friend, so we came up with an idea, and he's also published a book using AI and 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 I said just write a book for the kids and keep writing books and things for the kids. And so within 2 weeks we wrote 3 books together. Wow. And uh I would say also that you know having had my struggles with uh, alcohol and and things of that nature um I haven't had a drink or smoke and anything like that for nine years. And, um, I think it's important to, uh, for me to make sure you are clean and sober and whatever you do in life. And in order to do that, you've got to have a higher power of some kind. You have to have a belief that there's something out there bigger than you. Mm-hmm. And, It tied back in the fourth as well. That was the thing that I started calling it. And um, I'm not really doing any of this. I believe there's a higher power working through me doing it. And that's why I prefer to call it fourth Mm -hmm. in honor of it. Because at every challenge, when I drew on it and just say, okay, something else out there in the universe is bigger than me, and I'm calling it fourth, that's that's my secret power
1: okay and you did it for the kids but this is going to be reaching a lot of of kids Um, what age group is your book the ABC's of Artificial Intelligence what age group is it focused on or written for Um, and where do you think and when do you think kids can start with this
3: I think it's early as three with my limited knowledge of children. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, I, it has simple, it's written in, I have a copy of it in front of me and it'll have things like uh, just the pictures are, are um, start off with some African African American pictures and it'll be f- things like a is for algorithms the brain of AI. B is for big data, what AI needs to learn. C is for computer vision, how AI sees. And then with each letter, there's a, uh, a computer, uh, gra- a computer uh, AI-generated image mm-hmm. uh, that I've done the best I could to associate it with it. And to tell you the truth, it, it, it could be used for people who know absolutely nothing about ai as well i mean it, i people, think they would enjoy the book
1: people like um, me
3: yeah yeah and there's a there's a there's a um i don't know if i could say you know it's an electronic version you can get online if you search um but i don't know if i could say you know if, where where you can get it at Online, I don't want to seem like I'm promoting it that way. but well, you, can if you, look say,
1: forward, you can say, as a matter of fact, this is where you get it, and then tell us.
3: Well, you you, you can get it on a Kindle book if you have a Kindle account and look at it, and, 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 and there, and then there's also a paperback version okay. there as well, Kindle. Okay. And, and, and if you don't know what I don't know if some people don't know what Kindle is. It's okay. an Amazon product.
1: So you can find it on Amazon. Okay. Um, yeah, you can you can, you can can get, download the Kindle app on your telephone or or download it onto your uh, laptop, and it's a way of viewing um, content, a way of viewing uh, books and texts. Um, yeah, text and you, you, you can and view
3: like, it for free on Kindle if you have a Kindle account.
1: Okay. I'm having trouble hearing. Can you see oh that? Oh my hand? gosh. That was my That was my iPhone. Um That was the iPhone's artificial intelligence um
4: speaking on this microphone. You know, the Jetsons toast is just a long time ago, right? The what? The Jetsons. Yeah. Remember the Jetsons, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's been out there. Okay. We just didn't pay any attention. We were just looking at a cartoon. Okay. We weren't looking at the reality. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Karen. You know yeah, you know about the Jetsons? Yes, I know about the Jetsons. It's you hasn't they not been out there. They showed us from oh, no. the st- to Stone Age cuz you can see people on TV now. Remember the Jetsons you can see people at their home in their space in their house. Yes, I remember the Jetsons.
3: Oh, yeah, see. Yeah, they didn't have no black folks on there though. No, they no. Not. They didn't
4: they didn't use no brown crayons at all. They no. Uh, not
3: one. Not
4: no. one. Not one. They did not. They did not.
1: So Freeman, have uh, you have you thought about uh, doing some books on uh, ancient artificial intelligence for kids? I mean, as a way to get uh, those concepts introduced.
3: Wow, I, I haven't thought about, but that sounds like a winner. There it goes. That's a winner. I know. I know one thing. My cousin he came out with. Uh, uh, a little short film on Marcus Garvey mm-hmm. and it was one hundred percent generated with AI. So I that that blew me away. So I know it's a lot coming. So okay, I'm just can- one of uh a lot of other people that are coming. So you know, there's a tr- there's a clear trend here. I, I don't think we're gonna be left out at all. I mean you you can't you go on YouTube, all the YouTubers are talking about Chat GPT of African American descent anyway. Mm-hmm. So I know it's coming.
1: Right. Okay, wow. it's just a matter of where the inspiration when it, when it lies hits, it goes. Mm-hmm. So where will people, I don't know, how do how do we get prepared? How do we get prepared, Freeman, in your mind, for this revolution and to stay abreast right. of of the changes that are that are going to come? And what's the time frame when we expect?
3: Donna, you remember when we didn't even have the internet? We didn't I, have computers was, and all that, a stuff, pair of pliers.
4: right? I remember that you had a pair of pliers and I you remember remember.
3: An antenna the challenges. We had it seemed like this big hurdle, right? And it wasn't until you got online and you got the computer, you're like, oh, this is cool, right? Yeah, now yeah. let me share this with you how close it is to you so you get it. Mm-mm. If you ordered a computer with a GPU a graphical processing unit and you were playing games video games at home mm-hmm. That same type of pc you could run this new ai on oh oh did yeah. you hear that say it again let me say that again the pc you currently have mm-hmm. if you had a gpu card graphical processing unit card on it the same machines the gamers are using. Watch the game. You could run this new AI on those machines. But you
4: have to have a newer update computer to, to get it. With,
3: right, with the right software, right? So you're going to see people, and that's what's happening already, because you can Google them. You can You can find people on YouTube right now that's building AI at home. Building these chat GPT's right at home. GPT's. Okay. So look at them. They're building it at home. Look at their videos. What are they buying to build it at home? What software are they using to to build this new AI at home? Can you imagine your kids having this new AI at home? I, I came from a household where my mama i remember her having to buy the britannica encyclopedia and how yes. big of a deal that was right yeah she, she, bought, yeah. A, she bought a book a month knew. <laughs> she knew she knew she said whatever we take i'm gonna make sure that this household has a set of encyclopedias in in it right
5: mm-hmm.
3: and i'm saying you know if it's my household make sure your kids have ai at home now what you see, like I've seen, I can't keep up with all because it's going so fast. Mm-hmm. The, they had a school system, New York City school system, it may have been, but there's a lot of debate about, well, do we want the kids to have it? Do we don't, or we, do, we don't want them to have it? You're going to have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, do you want your kids to grow up with AI at home or not? You're going to have to make the choice, and there's consequences with it.
1: Mm. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, ooh. Really, really frightening things going on in education these days and um, with people trying to limit uh, curriculum, especially uh, curriculum about uh, 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 black folks Mm -hmm. and uh, our story and our, you know, progress. And it's being um, uh, vilified Mm -hmm. And all of this is being codified into and, and legislated uh, upon. Um, so this well, is this is even more important. I, these I, I days. know
3: I know Louis Farrakhan. I was watching the interview on him the other day, mm-hmm. and he said the white supremacists is on their last legs, and this is how they're gonna act.
1: Okay. Uh, okay.
3: I mean, that's what he said.
1: Yeah, they're hysterical.
3: And I, so all I know is this. If you have the AI chat GPT at home
5: mm-hmm.
3: and which where it's gonna happen it, a lot of people gonna have it mm-hmm. at home right and what you can do at home with it uh that's gonna be real interesting when it comes to like I said my cousin he made a complete Marcus Garvey uh film thing for for, for black and one week it was banging I okay. thought, wow. <laughs> it was out he, he did the script the, everything with ai right so so that's what's in front of us right now and I, I'm, I'm gonna say this one other thing go ahead don't be worried about ai taking your job mm-hmm. worry about if you're gonna worry about something we're about the folks with AI taking your
1: job. Mm.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. The knowledge.
3: Take Let's take another, yes. Yes.
1: We, we, we take another quick break. We've got to take another quick break. Freeman, we'll come back uh, to you in our conversation okay. about artificial intelligence. Uh, the man is known as Fourth, and he is an author and a... Um, candidate for a doctorate in uh, computer science and he's written a book for kids about artificial intelligence stay tuned to kkfi urban connections program we'll be back after this message tune in every saturday at 5 p.m for changing narratives a program hosted by me brother jack join me for interviews and discussions that will be informative and entertaining While interviewing some of the unsung heroes from the African-American community, our goal is to bring balance to the negative narratives that are currently being shared. Once again, every Saturday at 5 p.m., Changing Narratives with Brother Jack. Keep your head to the sky, earth, wind, and fire. You're tuned to 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. This is Urban Connections. I'm your host, Donald Wolf. Our co-host, Karen E. Griffin, is in studio with us alongside our guest, Brother Forth, who is uh, the author of the book for children, the book for people, called the abc's of artificial intelligence and he has been enlightening us for the past hour about what's coming down the pike what's here now in the field of artificial intelligence uh fourth fourth yes uh, i'm here
3: yep. you can call me freeman you can call me freeman jackson sometimes <laughs> too because it may be harder so to find so people no
1: yeah, so that's yeah, the, an interesting name, though. Freeman. Mm-hmm. Freeman. 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 Augustus right. Jackson. Is, is that, de- right. was that deliberate by someone uh, of one of your ancestors in naming that first son Freeman?
3: Well, I'm a junior, mm-hmm. and um, I would say... Uh, I'm gonna pay a little quick homage to David Jackson because he's my uncle, my brother's, uh, my father's brother. Mm-hmm. And he shot that Emmett Till picture, everybody's sees oh. with him in the cast, right? Mm-hmm. So I always grew up with that in my mind and also living very close to Ebony in Chicago, Ebony and Jet Magazine and the Johnsons. Mm-hmm. Um, my father died when I was young and he got hit by a drunk driver, mm. uh, a European drunk driver. Mm. And so my mother went out of her way, which I thought was interesting, to make sure I didn't have any bad feelings or anything like that. So my mama, she was a social scientist, graduated with a master's degree from University of Chicago. She would teach me social science as a, as a kid. And my sister, who passed as well, with my mother, she passed, they both passed, uh, became an M.D. Mm -hmm. So in our household, we always, you know, thought very highly of education. Augustus, I think they named me after Caesar, Mm -hmm. is the hidden name. Um, Freeman is... You know, I, I believe in paying taxes, and I believe in rendering to the state what you got to render to the state.
1: So they'll leave you alone. Right.
3: <laughs> you can do your thing. Well, yeah, but the the truth is, is that uh, uh, the unseen forces are more powerful. Mm, mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that really the physical realm is always meant to be broke. So, when you learn to draw from your ancestors and from the unseen world, it's 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 that's where all the powers and the yes. jewels are because it controls the seen world. Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: This is true. Yes, tell a lot me. of people don't know that
3: I, 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 I mean I had a lot of lot of lot of uh challenges with seeing you know me <laughs> big corporations infringing on my patent right now. And I had like, well, who who is this little guy Freeman? But it wasn't me. It was fourth. (laughs) It -hmm. was fourth doing the Mm bit. It had the power to reinvent the fourth industrial revolution. I said, yeah, they should call it. It said they should call it fourth. And I said, okay, I agree. So so, um, whatever that is, that's what that's what I'm gonna keep rolling with. Is is belief in the unseen forces, and it's funny. I'm gonna tell you when you're sitting down with AI. And you're creating um, pictures and 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 uh, scripts, movie scripts, books, project management plans, you name it, press releases. I mean, it, it, it goes on and on. Uh, it's like Google on steroids. Let me just say it like that. So, um, you start thinking that maybe it's something else going on that's kind of supernatural with the thing. That's real talk.
1: So where is this? repository of of information, of data, of images, of all that stuff. Where is that? Where does that exist?
4: In the
3: cloud. In the cloud. In the cloud. And the cloud is not as big as you would think for what you may need. So there's web robots and crawlers that go around and crawl and build indexes of information like you'll have – a search engine right so that search engine is based upon what they call a web corpus oh, and God. that web corpus you can begin to train so that you will not say okay well what if the person and built large language models using it uh, and it will start to auto complete so it started like really with where you would try to like fill out an email. Think about it. You're filling out an email and this started auto completing what you were saying. Mm-hmm. And they took that and they went to like seventh heaven with it just by training it with neural networks and things like that. So you're saying, well, how are you going to run this at home? Some of the largest uh, language models, a couple of terabytes, right? Okay. And you know, you, a terabyte drive? I got a few terabyte drives right now at yeah. home. Yeah, I do. You know, so, so just, just getting the right uh, GPU, when you understand that it's really about having the right uh, um, PC, yeah. mm-hmm. with the right GPU in it, and getting the right software, you're good to go. And I, I'm saying there's plenty of experiments out there where people are already building this stuff at home.
1: Well, Freeman hey, Augustus man. Jackson, we have...
4: Wait, can I ask one more Go question? ahead. Karen, okay, hurry up. Well, is it a- is it on your
3: iPhones or your iPads now? The what the yes. yeah. Uh, access? Yeah, but yeah. yeah. I mean, you 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 can use it do your browser on your cell phone. I do that as well. But it's, you're gonna scare some people, you know. <laughs> but you're using AI on them. I mean, I do that with my friends. But when I chat with them, I let them know, you know, I'm using chat. I'll, I'll have like ChatGPT running in the background. I'll pull up the Chrome browser on my on my phone. And I'll, I'll I'll jump back and forth between SMS and 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 uh, the uh, Google Chrome running Chat GPT and copy and paste back and forth like that.
1: Mercy, man. Um, Freeman, we could talk to you for the rest of the uh, afternoon. Uh, I hope you'll join us again sometime when you got some time, and and we'll continue this uh, conversation. Uh, but we're gonna have to. Give it up so Brother Jay can come in here and do his program called Changing Narratives. And I'm pretty sure that would. Yes. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thanks. Thank you so much. Uh, Please give the people information about where they can find out more about this recent publication of yours and anything else you might have coming down the pike.
3: Uh, for now, just go to Amazon, type in uh, ABCs of Artificial Intelligence and Freeman Jackson.
1: Freeman Jackson. Thank you so much, Freeman. And uh, Thank you
3: for having me, Donna, and
1: Karen, you too.
3: Yes,
4: sir. Thank you.
1: Thank you for being our guest, and uh, hopefully we'll get to do this again sometime. Have a great week.
4: Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
1: All righty, everybody. Please stay tuned. Oh. <laughs> Please stay tuned at the top of the hour for Brother J and changing narratives. Okay.
5: I don't want
2: to write this down I don't want to tell you how I feel right now I'm trying to do the best that I can with what it is I have. I ain't no perfect man. I'm trying to do the best that I can with what it is I have. Put my heart and soul into the song. Yeah, yeah. I hope you feel me. From where I am to wherever you Romance, never come. For you and me, life is a problem.